Hey guys, welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm your host, Jared, as always. Joining with me today is Fred, Brandon, and Borka as a special guest, uh, covering for Brad. How you doing, Borka? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome, awesome. And how are you, Fred and Brandon? We're both doing perfectly fine. Isn't that right, Brandon? Yes. Feel like uh, Fred is at Brandon's house with a gun. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we're we're doing just fine, aren't we, buddy? Everything's fun here. Everything's good. Everything's great. Don't ask you any more questions. Tell all the nice people out there that you're doing fine, Brandon. <laughs> I'm just doing okay. Now put the lotion on your skin. <laughs> all right. Um. Well. Uh, thank you for everyone at home for joining us this week. This is going to be the Red Guardian episode, but before we talk about that, uh, some news and announcements coming out of AMG. Uh, a little quiet this week, but with all the overload that they've had from many extravaganza and stuff, I expect it to be you know a little bit more uh, dialed down. We did get the full uh, card, both uh, front and back for Baron Strucker. So... Uh, at some point here soon, we will be taking a look at him uh, in uh, full review. Uh, one of the guys in our Discord said that at a glance, Baron Strucker's model reminds him of One Punch Man, and now I can't unsee it. So, there is that. Oh, great. Now, I can't either. <laughs> I, I saw it immediately. Like, as soon as it went on uh, Cerebro, I saw it. I was like, is that One Punch Man? And then, yeah. He should be in the game. <laughs> just, Just put him in. He's 20 threat, and you can never play him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, one thing I would like to talk about really quick that they have announced, uh, since this is the Red Guardian episode, we'll talk about it a little bit. None of these uh, necessarily pertain to uh, Red Guardian, but they do pertain to just Winter Guard as a whole with some of their characters. So I was going to kind of go over those, and we can kind of give our you know hot take thoughts. Uh, it's three Tactus cards. Um, one of them is Dark Aura Manifestation is unaffiliated and reactive. During the power phase, an allied Dark Star may spend one power to play this card. This round, other characters within three of Dark Star roll one fewer defense dice when defending against energy attacks. So, um, a little bit like Bitter Rivals, uh, but just for energy, and it hurts everybody, uh, even your own teammates. So, what do you guys think about this, uh, kind of a debuff card coming back into the game? Uh, why don't you start off, Borka? Uh, I like it a lot. I think um, I'm I'm really excited to play Dark Star because I love anything that lets you reroll dice in this game, and her, you know, her main builder being an energy attack. I think that's great. And with uh, old Crimson Crimson Dynamo, uh, his his builder is also energy. So I, I think there'll be some really solid synergy there. Uh, his being a beam four. Right, I yep. mean, you could you could really <laughs> wombo combo and put uh, a nice bit of damage out with his shot. So I I like it, and it's one power. It's I mean super efficient. So yeah, I think it's definitely uh, I, I like it a lot. Good card. All right, what about you, Fred Brandon? You guys like it? Uh, I'm I'm a little bit less uh less happy with I I just don't know how I could fit it into a to a five. I it, I mean it's nice. It's a nice effect. And it is cheap, which which does matter a lot. But I mean, it's 
it's one of the five cards that you get to bring. And is that effect worth it? I guess it it it, uh, it combos very well with the next card that they revealed mm-hmm. uh, with with Crimson Dynamo. So you're right. It works very well with Crimson Dynamo, Borka. But uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not blown away by the effect. Okay. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, it doesn't protect Dark Star, and energy attacks are the least common attack in the game? Um, it is the most uncommon, but what it does is it, it characters within three of her roll one fewer defense die when defending against energy, and both her and Crimson Dynamo both bring energy attacks. So, if you play is... against... Huh? Go ahead. Yeah, but see, like if you're in, like they're gonna be in a small affiliation. So most of the models you're probably bringing, uh, and like you can kind of build around it, and like I think it's kind of a card you can kind of like look at and like kind of build around, and it can be really really good, um, because you can just have like one turn, especially if you can build around maybe like incinerates and that, and now you can have like a really good turn. I'm just I'm not sure it's good enough, but I do think if you're playing this faction, you're probably bringing that card. Um, I definitely like it. it. There's so energy attacks are like they're they're abundant, you know what I mean. But they're not like crazy abundant. Um, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy clearly has the most in it. But if you play against like Brotherhood or Avengers who have no energy attacks really, and you play this card, you suffer none of the negatives for it while only getting the positives. Yeah, well, their affiliation only has two. So, yeah, but still, if uh, two, and then if you're playing against affiliation that doesn't have any, it's it's. I don't know. I like it in these situations, but I'm in the same camp as you guys that maybe it doesn't always make your five, but we'll see. I, I mean, here's uh, another thing. It could you could use it with um, uh, Killmonger. Oh, you could yeah. have Darkstar come in as a as a splash. It, wait, is it is it unaffiliated? It is yeah, unaffiliated. Okay, you could have Darkstar is going to be splashed. That's her thing. She's going to be everywhere. And you could bring her with Killmonger in Criminal Syndicate. And uh, you could use this to help you get that uh, usurp the throne. Yeah. That's doable. Uh, th- that just may have turned me a little bit. Because <laughs> he's a little, got a... It's a little real niche there, uh, Fred. Hey, what? when you're usurping the throne, you want every touch you can get to, to help you get over that hump. And and he's got an energy builder. If yep. you can co- go in, you cruel tutelage, you uh, use this ability. I've, I've already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> dark aura manifestation. Uh, dark aura manifestation. That's three additional dice, and uh, your opponent rolls one less defense. And then you do it again. That's two additional dice. Because of Killmonger's ability, I'm on. I'm onto this now. I like that combo. I, I I gotta step in. So the initial thoughts were this card doesn't make my five. To now, I'm gonna use three cards to kill one thing with Killmonger. You got you guys are way overthinking this. All right, she's got a great energy attack. Crimson no, Dynamo no. has a beam four energy attack. That's five dice. So on Gamma or Demons Downtown, where Demons you get incinerate. Right? So I'm going to play it in the power phase. And then, Brandon, I guarantee you, I'm going to beam four 
right down the middle and get three to four guys, and it's going to be glorious. Now, I'll I'll roll one hit with all you know twenty seven of those <laughs> dice attacks, but in theory, it, it, it's going to be glorious. And and yeah. I I understand the not splashing it, but my mindset is you're just you're you're definitely bringing it with winter guard. You know what I mean? I, I'm taking it from the, the winter guard perspective. Cause I think just the two of them alone have enough energy attacks to justify playing it. Even if you open up with her first, before you use crimson, she's rolling five dice against a lowered, uh, energy defense and she's got full rerolls. So I, I, like I, I got tied in there when I was the one who said I would definitely bring it in my cards. I just didn't know how often. Yeah. I it was, I, it was me. That no. was really, really, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I was building off of what you said, Brandon. I, uh, I don't okay, think okay. you need to splash it. I think it, it's a, just like you said, it's a great winter guard card. Yeah. Hey, I, and the this only thing I am, I do not like that <laughs> it is. It's do it's two sided. So you are also vulnerable to that. It is not allied characters. It's other characters. So that's right. true. You they have energy right attacks. You could also lose the dice. So that's you kind of have to be real. I don't think you do because defense is a joke in this game, and the more offense that you can generate, the better off. You know what I mean? Because you're going to kill my guy regardless if I'm rolling one less, but if I can set up my attack to beam you know, two, three people and you're rolling less, that, that puts the offense in my favor. I know what you're I, saying. I agree with you. I just mean you. that there are certain matchups you might want to look and be like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, no, it's that's, definitely that's all I meant by that. Because I think you definitely put it in any 10 that – it's probably Winter in any guard, 10 yeah. she's in or in Winter Guard especially – you're definitely yeah. playing it almost probably every time you play Winter Guard. They've uh, slimmed the cards down enough now that I think, you know, if you're bringing her, like Fred said, I I agree with him completely. She's real splashable. And the cards have been <laughs> so streamlined that it, you you probably find room more, room for it. I don't know if there's a list you don't. Like, finding room anymore is, it's really, I, it's kind of, yeah. it's always fun when someone's like, I don't have room in my 10. It's like, I don't know how. Unless right, you just right. play, <laughs> unless you just have, like, Avengers maybe, because they have so many, like, required character cards that you just want to play certain cards but i feel like you can find room for pretty much anything yeah. anymore so i i do think it's definitely a card you see a lot of you'll see in any winter guard list uh, i think you'll see it with splash i just think it's one of those things i i just don't it's the auto include it's just not at that point because you can't always take it because against like guardians of the galaxy you might get in a spot where they kind of like to play a little spread out and then if you get into that like weird niche spot where you need to play it, but then it's like, well, Rocket Raccoon's all the way back there. I can't get to him, and I know he's going to be able to just, you know. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, him, so. I mean, as someone who plays a lot of Guardians, if you take Groot's uh, energy defense from two to one, and then Rocket, I believe, <laughs> is also, right? So, yeah. And then you beam them both because they're usually standing next to each other for one power and one tactics card. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> That's a pretty good hit. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, you can kind of think. I think it's a good card. I and if he bodyguards, think... if group bodyguards, it's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll put five dice into you against your one defense <laughs> twice. It's like we might only roll one success, but we can chip away at that seven right. health he has. I have to play in 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 theory. I it, actual execution's not going to happen, but the idea of it sounds really good. Yeah, I, I think the card's fun. I think it's 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 just kind of weird because like the last card we talked about on this podcast. Uh, is one of the more broken cards that have ever been printed. Uh, oh, and that's then right. now it's just, yeah, and then it's like, oh, here's this card that's it's pretty good. But in like context of the last card you just talked about, okay, yeah, it's you know whatever. Well, let's take a look at their second card that we got, uh, which pairs a little bit to Fred's point with Dark Horror Manifestation. That's Fusion Caster, which they uh, posted. 
Uh, so Fusion Caster is an energy uh, attack card that is beam 3, 7 dice. And it has the text, when rolling additional dice for crit results, during each attack, roll two additional dice instead of one for each crit in the attack roll. So a lot like War Machine's uh, Spender. And then after each attack is resolved, this character suffers one damage for each crit in the attack roll. Again, like War Machine's uh, Spender. It is unaffiliated. It is active. Uh, and then during Crimson Dynamo's activation, he may spend three power to play the card. And then you may use the attack listed above once this activation. So... A beam three seven dice with double exploding crits, and uh, you take a damage for each crit in the attack roll. I don't like this. I kill myself enough with War Machine doing just his eight dice one attack. Fuck me if you're doing a beam three, <laughs> rolling seven dice every time. You'll kill him. I don't like it. I, I really don't. It's definitely, I feel like it's a trap. Like, cause it's like you. If even if you have five people lined up in your magical Christmas land, like you're just gonna kill yourself on the first attack. Like you'll spike it; it'll be the greatest attack you've ever rolled in your entire life. Like just straight up six crits, and you're like, "Oh, cool, I'm dead." And yeah, I'd like to clarify. I'd like to clarify. It does say that after all attacks are resolved, you take after the each attack is resolved. After each after attack each? is resolved. Yeah, after, after each, each attack oh. is resolved. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. So. I, Someone's not sharing their screen, so we can't look at them. On, oh, uh... that's my fault. For everyone at home, that's my fault. Uh... <laughs> it's okay. Fred, Fred's on his phone anyway, so he couldn't look at the screen anyway. Fred's on his gun. He can't be looking at anything. That's true. He's got one. He's got phone in one ear, gun in the other. So how he can, he can, yeah, how can he look at the uh, screen I'm sharing when he's looking at some iron sights? <laughs> what do you think, Borky? You like it? Ass. Pass. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I I would just blow up Dynamo, and I mean he's already got a five dice beam four anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like, man. Yeah. It's just one of those where it's like it looks. It's like one of those like this could like this could go really well where you just roll a ton of hits, like maybe one crit and a bunch of wilds, and you know take out it. But it's not gonna happen because you're gonna roll six crits and you're gonna kill him. Like. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I wish. I really wish this was a um, like very. I wish this attack card because I think we all expected it to get one. I was hoping this would be more similar to the Iron Man Captain America attack card. Yep. Uh, with Crimson Dynamo and uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian, our character of the hour. I was really hoping that that would it would be something like that. Instead, we get Fusion Caster. All right. Well, let's um, move. On. Let's move on to the last card, which is a Winter Guard specific card. It's called Winter Rush. So this is probably the most interesting one out of all of them, I think. Uh, Winter Rush is a Winter Guard card that is reactive. During the power phase, any number of allied Winter Guard characters, so specifically Winter Guard characters, have to pay. May spend any number of power to play this card. If six or more power was spent to play this card, each time an time an ally character is damaged by an enemy effect this round after the effect is resolved another winter, allied winter guard character may advance short toward the enemy character that caused the effect so essentially um the way this works is uh you pay power in the power phase similar to the way criminal syndicate does so you would pay uh this power before you actually power up uh, you'd have to pay six power specifically on the four characters that are for Winter Guard uh, right now, 
and then uh, whenever an allied uh, character is attacked, so it doesn't have to be an, a Winter Guard character, it just has to be an allied character, is damaged, excuse me, damaged by an enemy effect, another Winter Guard character may advance short. So it has to be Winter Guard that makes the advance, but this essentially works like X-23 and Honey Badger. Uh, with the big sis, little sis, how when you hit one, the other one can go toward him. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think about this card? It kind of gives you some out of activation movements. Um, a little bit trickier, I guess, to to kind of use. But other than that, uh, it's a pretty strong effect. Uh, we'll start with you, Fred. What do you think? Uh, I think it's really interesting. This this faction has a lot of movement shenanigans, uh, especially with Dark Star. And this just turns it up by to 11 on the turn that you do that. This this is movement shenanigans times times all of the winter Sol winter guard. <laughs> it, it I, I I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm a little confused by the wording as to why it's uh, why it's pay any. I guess it's it's worded that way so that you can spread out the cost amongst all of the characters. Is that right? You said you have to pay it on the winter yeah. guard characters and it just has to be six. I'm not sure if any, as it says any number of winter guard ally winter guard characters may spend any number of power to play this card. If six or more power was spent, I don't know why you would spend more, but so if yeah, you I, do, I think it says it's because if you only do it on one character, you can pay six. I think it's just like they ran into a weird wording that it says like if six was spent, six power was spent to play this card, uh, it might confuse people the other way where it's like, oh, does each character have to spend six? I just don't know why uh, I would say if six, or more. like six total power was spent or something like that. It's just weird that the, just the or more is a little bit odd, but I guess if you're really wanting to dunk on your opponent, you could just spend all just, of your power. Just spend ten. Just really, just really just spend show. ten power. Look, be like, I don't, I don't need this. Look at this. Look I mean, what I'm so gonna if, do. if you're playing all the Winter Guard, that means one or two from each person, and that's a very uh, acceptable amount for this kind of effect. Like, I, I think that's that's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, the fact that it lasts for the whole round is really good and the the round that you do do it it's really going to make your opponent have to consider like whether or not they want to hit somebody and have an ursa major get on uh get on a character the fact that it has to be toward the enemy character that caused the effect does make it a little awkward sometimes i think yeah but other than that it's it's pretty good what do you think borka uh i think it's too expensive um Half the half the roster wants to stay back at range four, so you're not going to really use it much on Dynamo or Dark Star. I do like the idea of getting Red Guardian in a position where he can hit two separate people to push him off of points. I just think the problem is that by the time you have the six power to do this, Ursa and Red Guardian are going to be up in the up in the fight anyway. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So unless you're playing on like a real spread out objective, I don't. I don't I, I, I just don't I feel like by the time you can play it, you really don't need it because, you know, the, the melee guys are gonna be in melee and then the rest of your faction wants to stay back and blast. So 
The, the one... I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of it. If it was like th- three or four power, maybe, because then you could get it off, you know, top of turn two, and then that would help close the gap. So you could get two attacks in with Ursa and two attacks in with, with Red Guardian. Because um, they're they're both just, you know, five attack, attack dice anyway. So it's not like getting Ursa in your face is real scary, especially if he's not sitting on any power. So The thing that I probably like the most about it is if you're playing on like a B-shaped scenario, like Mutant Mad Men or something like that, and you've like really won hard on like one flank. Mm-hmm. And if they're trying to like secure a win on the opposite flank, if they're like double tapping people, like Ursa, because this, it, it's not once like each uh winter guard character can move like once per round they can constantly keep moving so if somebody's mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the map double tapping with ursa major being on a bigger base like you can really truck him across the board to kind of help secure you that on like a b but other than that i i just i don't know so but uh that wraps up uh the tactics cards that they have released uh that oh wow i don't even get to talk about it oh sorry i skipped over you go ahead brandon oh my god i'm sorry Oh, everything I everything I do here, just get pushed to the side. I get, get, you get a gun to your head. <laughs> yeah, I get a gun to my head. Can't even talk. Uh, Go I ahead. Think the cards. I think the cards fine. Um, uh, I think it's playable. I think if you play Winter Guard, you play it. Um, you probably it, it might end up in more fives than it doesn't end up with this um in this faction. Um, they are kind of power hungry. So I'm not sure. I kind of I think I agree with Borka. I think it, 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 I feel like you're originally going to play this card a lot, and I think it's gonna you're gonna start dropping it more and more uh, because again, it's only winter winter guard characters, and where they need so much power, I'm, I'm not sure how good this effect's actually going to be, and they have to be damaged. Uh, I yes. don't know. Like yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of odd. There's like there's just like a couple. It's like. It seems good when you read it the first time, and then when you keep reading it, it kind of is like. Eh. And I think once you play it a couple times, I think I agree with Bork. I think it's going to be a, a too expensive an effect to <coughs> really bring. Well, overall, I think the cards are pretty middling. I don't know that any of them stick out an insane amount. Dark Aura Manifestation is really good if you prefer offense. Um, I, I like that they kind of brought back a little bit of what Bitter Rivals does, but you know, on a, on a character specific card. So, uh, yeah, but that's all that we have for news. Uh, we had some tactics card releases as well as just, uh, Baron Strucker's, uh, full card released. Uh, as far as Cerebro goes, I know that, uh, Brad is working on some things that he has yet, has yet to reveal to us as well as has had the desire to reveal, you know, to, to the, uh, anybody that uses Cerebro. Uh, but he's working hard on it. I know that he's put Baron Strucker's full card on there, so if you're a Cerebro user, you can see it now, as well as all these tactics cards. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, that's how I'm looking at these cards, is everything that he's uploaded to Cerebro. So if you're not a user, you should be using it. Uh, so going on to Hobby, I believe I heard a story that Borka had a uh, custom idea for Malekith, who we just talked about last week, of what he was wanting to do with the miniatures. So... Why don't you give yeah. us a little bit of a rundown? Ah, see, yeah, Brandon. Brandon's talking me into it. I, I don't want to share it with anybody because I, I don't want somebody else to do it and oh get God. internet famous. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's my own personal private information. I'm not sharing it with anybody. <laughs> Fred, pull the trigger. I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win a golden demon. <laughs> You're gonna win a golden demon. Yeah. Well, never mind. I guess we're not gonna do that. <laughs> 
Uh, let's go on to games that were played this week. So I believe that... Did all of you make it to the LGS this week? LGS? Local yeah. game store? There you go. Oh my god, have you not been a gamer for like 30 years? I just don't know why that needed to be abbreviated. Jeez, we, we saved a lot of time. <laughs> I didn't want to say the full thing. Why don't you guys recap some of the games? the shop. <laughs> when you say LGS, especially like that typing, I understand. But when you say LGS, it's almost like the shop is actually. Yeah. Oh no, he, no, no, he's no. Cool. one less syllable. Jared's living in the future. I gotta, I gotta. I'm old. I gotta, I gotta get with the new times. I am so hip. <laughs> Well, why don't you guys uh, why don't you guys recap some of your games that you played? I, I got in one game this week against a very good player by the name of Fred, and uh, I I've been on a skid of something like six games of just depressing, not fun, not enjoyable, and and Fred turned that around. the 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 dice were pretty sick starting out, and then once we got into the game, things cooled back down, and we had a really tight strategic game and it, it was a lot of fun i mean i, I was like <laughs> attacking fred and i'd shoot somebody who'd have three dice defense i'd be like all right i got three hits and fred's like i got five blocks and i'm like that's really <laughs> impressive my dice were on fire early in the game like i he would attack someone with an attack that that should have done five damage easy and i would have blocked out entirely uh but that 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 evened out, I think, over the course of the game. Like, yeah, but uh, uh, Black Swan switched it for me. I took yeah. uh, non-stone <laughs> yeah, four threat. Yeah, her uh, everything must die was literally everything must die. The problem was she was so efficient that she was literally standing in the middle of the table with an action and no power to pick up the two stones that were sitting there. She couldn't do anything. So I like, I think I shook. <laughs> I was like, oh, that worked out well. What did it, you guys? It was a great game, though. What I enjoyed it very was, much. What were your uh, squads that you put on the table, and what did you play on? Um, uh, I, I had. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, I had Kingpin, uh, uh, Black Dwarf, and a, uh, I believe it was Craven the Hunter, Bullseye, and someone else who I'm blanking on. Uh, it was uh, uh, Craven, Winter Soldier, and Black Cap. Oh, that's right. Uh, I didn't have Bullseye. You're right. I, uh, Craven, Winter Soldier, and Bullseye. And no, I played... Black yeah, Black Cat. Black Cat. I played uh, Peter Quill. I was playing Guardians. I played Peter Quill, Rocket, and Groot. And then I had No Stone, uh, Black Swan, and No Stone, uh, Ebony Maw. Oh, wow. No, Yeah, and No Stone, Ebony Maw kicked my ass this game. Like, yeah. he was just he was just over there... And I couldn't do anything about it. And he was he was far enough away that he was a problem, but close enough that he could f just mess my day up. Uh, and and tell tell everyone about your take on Black Swan. Black Swan. Oh yeah, I mean she she. <laughs> and I've I've played her twice with the stone, and all she does is disappoint. You know what I mean? It's like she's got a ton of energy, and she never does what I want her to do, and it's just it's just always feels bad. I played her at just four threat, and she feels like a really good four threat model. I mean, she she put in work the whole game. She was tanky. She hit hard. I'm I really like her four threat. So, moving forward, I I won't put a stone on her. It just it's just aggravating. <laughs> okay. Did you guys play any other games, Brandon? Did you get a game in or anything? I played some Pokemon. Oh, did you win? 
No, he did not. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a good game. Uh, I, I did get another game, game, game in. Nope. Why don't you go over your game, Fred? I played against CJ, uh, and CJ was playing uh, a uh, Spider-Foes list that he had put together. And uh, I'll tell you this. One, CJ is getting very good at the game. He, he is He's getting excellent. And because he he essentially just kicked my butt the entire game uh, Two, he he got a use of uh, well laid plans off that was by far the most devastating well laid plans that has ever happened oh, yeah? on a table that I've been a part of. Oh, man, I, I had four of five cubes and when and they were spread out across my entire team. And when he used well-laid plans, he managed to daze every person who had who had objectives. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, and then, yeah. oh yeah, and then yeah. he 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 scored the field essentially, and won the game that round. Like it was it was devastating. <laughs> Nothing's more satisfying than those like effects and triggers where like you roll just like four dice, but if you get crits and wilds, it like hurts people. That's always yeah. insanely satisfying whenever those go off. Booby traps on rocket is like the dumbest thing. Yeah. Alright, well. Uh, sounds good. I think we might take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be taking a look at Red Guardian. So, uh, stay tuned and do some coverage. Alright guys, welcome back to the uh, Crit Hit Wild character review section of our podcast. I'm your host Jared, joined with me is Fred and Brandon, and a special guest, Borka, to take a look at Red Guardian. So let's get right into it. We have Red Guardian, a.k.a. Nikolai Krilenko? I think I actually did that right. Uh, He is 5 health, a medium mover, size 2, 3 threat, with a 3-3-4 stat block. He has a range 2, 5 dice, uh, regular physical strike, but this one is a flat 1 power builder. And after the attack is resolved, if the target character is size 3 or less, push the target character away short. Uh, No trigger on that. Just you make the attack, you get the size 3 push. Uh, He has the range 4 shield throw that is similar to uh, Sam Wilson or Captain America. Uh, No, that's actually similar to Captain America, excuse me. Uh, after the attack is resolved, this character gains one power. After uh, this attack ignores line of sight. Defending character does not benefit from cover with the wild ricochet. So after it's resolved, you can make another one. Uh, and you have to target a character within three of the original target. Uh, then he has the Siberian Shield Slam uh, Spender. It's range two, six dice, three power cost. If the target character is size three or less, after the attack is resolved, it may be thrown short. Uh, he's pretty, uh, pretty slim on the superpowers. He just has a reactive focused repulsion field. Cost two, when this character is targeted by a physical or energy attack, it may use a superpower. This character adds blanks in the defense role to its total successes. And then he has red guardian suit. When this character is damaged by an enemy or allied effect, after the effect is resolved, if this character is is not dazed it gains one power so anytime you hit him if you don't knock him out he gains the power of you hurting him and then he gains an additional one on top uh on his flip side uh he goes up one stam so he goes to a six stam character so yeah 
Uh, what do we think about Red Guardian? Uh, Borka, let's start with you. You want to start with me? I, f- I feel like I'm going to be very enthusiastic. Do you want to start on the high note and then go into the down notes? or? Well, I'll I'll go to the down note and then I'll go last and I'll maybe try to just pick us back up just a little bit. <laughs> level us out. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, a little bit about me. My favorite Thor- four threat model in the game is probably Black Panther. I would say that I have easily played more Wakanda than anybody at our friendly local game store. Is that... Or L- LGS, is that what you call it? Correct. Um, thank you. I I really cannot understate or overstate, right? The power of his strike. That is so strong. I mean, that 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 is what makes Black Panther just so good. And to have this on a three-threat model, now he doesn't move long, I get that and everything, but he's three-threat, um, is super, super awesome. Um, it's, it's really, really good. You look at the top two winning factions on Longshanks, and it is Web Warriors, followed up by Wakanda. And they're all about movement shenanigans that you can't counter. You cannot counter this. It's going to happen. He doesn't have to hit a wall. So right off the bat, I really love him. I think 3-3-4 is a nice stat line. You know, 5 and 6 is really good for a 3-threat model. Uh, He's got the nice shield. So it's like turn 1, you can usually move up and get a ricochet shot off. So get him an extra power right there if you're lucky. Um, and so I think he'll always have power, especially when you look at Red Guardian's suit to use his Siberian Shield Slam, which is another awesome ability. Just to be able to throw a size three <laughs> is is just really good. Um, and then I one thing I'll say too with focus for Pulsar Fill, I think he'll have the power to use it most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. I think you have to account for Crimson Dynamo and Dark Star. They both have defensive tech and. I think him kind of spearheading out there in front of them is is you're going to be able to pick and choose. Now, not mystic attacks, right? But it, you'll be able to kind of time it if you have a you know a hard physical or energy hit coming in. You can pop his repulsor field. You can have Dynamo make him reroll too. You can have Dark Star buff his defense. So I I, I really like Red Guardian a lot. Um, I think he's very splashable too. Um, I honestly I see myself taking him all the time. Um, as as a you know a, a versatile three threat, just having a guy that can can move people is is really great. So I'm real high on him. I I I am actually pretty high on the faction overall, and I think that uh, Dynamo Guardian and Darkstar together at ten ten threat, I really like that core. I think that uh, they've got a lot of nice synergy, and just having that auto move on a three threat, I'm a big fan. All right, nice. What about you, Fred? What do you think? Uh, I'm I'm. I'm not as high on him as as Borka is. Uh, I do love, I love that he has an auto push, like an auto push on on a gainer, is is really good, <laughs> uh, and he's got so he could auto push someone with an initial attack and then hit him with a ricochet, or or hit him with the shield throw, uh, and that uh, the spender being a throw an automatic throw is also really good and this is all on a three point uh person uh for his defensive tech i mean being able to count blanks is super strong that's that's really really a useful ability but it costs two power and 
this guy, he's he's gonna be power hungry. Uh, the his his suit effect, the thing where he gets an additional power every time he takes damage, is a really nice ability. But he doesn't have a proper builder on him. Uh, am I right? Yeah, because that's a gainer. So I, I'm he he's gonna generate power and he's gonna spend it as quick as he's generating it. I I like him. I I think there's some cool stuff on here. Uh, I'm I'm worried that he's just. I, I'm not as high on this faction as Bork is. Uh, this faction just—it just doesn't play the way that I like to play. And there's not enough attack dice in there for Fred. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I want—I want to punch. I want to hit. Uh, and this guy—he—he he works probably very well in in the faction. That's what I'll say. And uh, I guess I'll—I'll I'll pass it on to whomever's next. All right, Brandon, over to you. What do you think? Uh, I'm not very high on the faction. Um, I do think he is the glue that's going to hold this faction together. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think you can play this faction. I'm saying Dynamo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. No, you have to play him. He's the leader. And he's amazing. He's good, yeah. I mean, it's he's, just like, he's I, glue. He's, he's sugar. He's flour. He's Continue, continue. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but this, uh, I, this three model core, uh, it just really sucks because the big bear is the one you're probably not taking very often, or probably playing all that often. Uh, I do like that it's another, uh, it's another really good small affiliation that you can splash really easily. Um, because up to this point, really, Wakanda is like the only one that you can really splash like super easy. Um, uh, where they are also they're they have a nine point core, right? Like uh, Web Warriors too. They they have a pretty much a nine core. Yeah, but Web Warriors kind of has you. They have more models that they can choose from to build it. Like with this affiliation, you really have three models that you want to play all the time. And you can splash the, those models have enough utility that you can splash those almost in any roster with any other affiliation and feel comfortable about it. With Web Warriors, you really kind of want to more build around them. They're, they splash pretty easily too, but uh, it just feels like those are kind of the ones where you don't feel bad. Kind of like with Web Warriors, if you're you're like, oh, I really want you know, I really want Venom or like Moon Knight and stuff. So it's just like there's odd ones out. Um, I get I get what you're saying. It, it's a smaller force. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to worry. And you don't have to worry about like, um, you don't have to worry about like, oh well, I, I don't have him or I don't have them. It's like, oh, these right. are the three models I want. They're three good models. Um, I don't have to worry about anything else. And I think they're they're gonna be solid together. Um, and good affiliations because I think of most lists when you're building an affiliated list, you have like a good seven models that you really want. So you really have three splashable models most of the time, for most really good, um list some are like anywhere from three to four models and i think these are good it just sucks that the big bear is the one that you're not gonna play um but red guardian yeah red guardian is good uh, he's got good defenses above average defenses for a three-point model um he's right there on health for a three-point model not having a true builder is what it is there it seems like that's becoming more common uh like they're kind of it's like every other character doesn't have a builder um uh, i 
the limitations on his push and throw just being size three is uh I feel like that had to be a thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's mandatory. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's very mandatory. Um, I actually think he has the best power economy of anybody um, in Winter Guard that we've seen. That's been kind of one of the big hiccups with a lot of them. Um, like Dark Star, it feels like you're never going to have enough energy to do everything she wants to do. Uh, Dynamo might be okay, just depending on the affiliations, but he's one that you might run into a couple times. But I think this model has the best kind of power economy. It would have been nice if he would have had like a bodyguard or something. Um, even if it was like bad bodyguard, I just don't know. That was surprising. I don't know how that contributes. He may not be that kind of leader in the comics. I don't know enough about uh, Winter Guard to Mm -hmm. really know if that's part of the thing, but I, I think it's fine. I think it's a. I think he kind of kind of flip. I don't think this affiliation is going to see a ton of play. I think it's going to be kind of middling, but I do think they complement certain. I I, I think they complement like Web Warriors really well. Like I think it's a three point splash. If you want to play them, you can make a really good list with them in it. Okay. Well, that's all I got. I, I think he would also splash great into Wakanda. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I can't wait to give you guys my 10-man roster. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think he's good. Um, I mean, again, it's already kind of been uh, stamped in, but any time that you can just free move a size 3 character or smaller, is, it's just incredible. Um I think to Brandon's point that his power economy isn't too bad. I've played Sin a few times, and she has the a similar ability to Red Guardian Suit, where when she takes damage from an enemy or allied, she gains a power at the end of it. She has piss poor health on her uh, healthy side, but I usually have quite a bit of power on her, so it's that that ability is actually really relevant. Um, that four health though is so. F- fucking aggravating no yeah it, it, it's enough. terrible i don't know why they did that that's terrible <laughs> for, for a leader it's but anyways um so i think that his power economy will be okay uh i understand why he doesn't have like shields up or anything like that because again dark star like they already have defensive tech to work his point on some of the other characters so if he had too much um he would be very hard to take down uh i do wish that he had bad bodyguard uh it would yeah. kind of like do a little bit of a play on like what Captain America's life, but like just a little bit different, kind of similar to Crimson Dynamo, like Tony Stark. Like they had some similarities. Um, I, I wish that he he did have that. I feel like that would be really good for the faction because you have fifty percent of your faction playing very up front, and you have the other fifty percent hanging back pretty far. I think Bad Bodyguard would have really kind of. It really probably would have taken him to like a new level for me, but as he stands right now, I think that he's just a good quality three three threat. Uh, I think that what he does, he does very efficiently. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that overall he's just he's just a decent character. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I think his that that suit to touch on what you said. Um, I I think it's really good against judgment and stun too. It. it you oh, can yeah. judge him and stun him, and he still stays pretty power efficient. So, yeah, that's uh, a strong ability. Uh, all right. Huh. Yeah, you're right. Um, huh. So I guess we can move on to giving him our rating. Um, 
I'm probably going to just give him... Oh, shit. I'm so torn between two. I'm I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a second see if somebody else can sway me. Why don't you start, Brandon? We'll go we'll go counterclockwise this time. Uh, uh yeah, I guess I'll stick. I, I was gonna give him I was gonna give him a B minus, but I think I'm closer to the B. I think I I think I've I've been talked into a solid. I think he's a solid B character. All right, what about you, Fred? Uh, I think that I have I was gonna give him a gentleman's B. And I think that I've been talked into a B plus. Oh, okay. We're 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 mobile today. All right, Borka. Do you guys have S tier? Is that a thing? We do have S tier. Yeah, we do have S tier. <laughs> no, I don't think he's an S, but uh, I I do think he's an A. Um, like I said, I I love what Panther does, and just the thought of like, you know, Panther on one side of the board and him on the other. You put him in the right character, and I think he can really just control a point for you for days. And and I at three threat, good stats. I I think he's splashable, and I think he's mandatory in Winter Guard. And I think you can splash him into a lot of factions to get what he brings. So I I think he's a, a solid A. All right. Uh. All right. I think I'm just gonna go with just a standard B. I was torn between B minus or B. After hearing everybody else, I, I think a B is probably fine for him. Uh, yeah, so all in all, a decent character. Uh, pretty uh, above above average. Um, regards. Only two and, characters have got the S the S rating so far. So. Uh, one's Malekith. What was the other one? Uh, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. That's right. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> Both Cabal characters. How crazy is that? Weird, because the rest of the Cabal characters, I'm pretty sure, have averaged the solid like D to an F. Um, Modoc's an A. <coughs> well, we haven't done Modoc yet, but yes, we haven't got to Modoc. M- Modoc, I, I don't know. I might put Mo- well. Anyway, that's for another episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. spoilers, 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 yeah. spoilers. So, um, Fred's gonna shoot me if I can. If we can speaking of S tier, uh, you guys gotta have me on when you do Black Panther. Absolutely, we'd love to have you on, sir. I don't well, think we could. I don't think we could do Black Panther without having you on. Honestly, any of Wakanda, I think we would. I don't think we would survive. I mean, if we didn't. Black Panther him. and Hulk. I mean, that's yeah. just like a yeah. staple, right? <laughs> that's true. And She-Hulk. That's, that's ten points in the game. The amount of times I've seen that stupid She-Hulk punching GIF in our chat is disturbing. Well, it's uh, it's it's a weekly occurrence at the very least. Yeah, it's at least once a Tell week. Me, she's gonna be good against Malekith. <laughs> I'm telling you. Tell you, dude, until you roll ten blanks in a shield. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, what I tell you? Not me, but people that can roll dice will do well with it. <laughs> Not me. But Jared just, won't play She-Hulk. That's true. Nah, I probably won't be playing She-Hulk. All right. Well, yeah, uh, I think some people have some <clears throat> rosters uh, that they would like to talk about. So uh, I'm actually going to start with mine, oh. if that's okay. It's yeah. a little bit of a meme, but uh, I'm, I'd like to play him in Avengers with Sam, Steve, oh, yeah. and this yeah. guy just going around being pains in the ass, yeah. and probably Black Panther. What is that? 4-8, not to 11. That's 14 points right there of fuck That's you, good. get off the point. Yeah. So, uh, And he's yeah. good in both of those affiliations, like both those leaderships, like. <laughs> one point for focus repulsor field is sexy and then he he's he's like an ideal sam avenger you know what i mean he yep. he 
fits the whole criteria. Yeah, I love it. I'm a big fan of that. Play him on Mutant Madman. Play him on Sword. Uh, play those four characters on Sword. Uh, I think it would probably be pretty decent. And they're all going to be tanky. They're all going to be uh, not mobile, but they're going to have a huge footprint on the board because you're constantly going to be shield throwing with three different characters. So you just have a... Uh, and Sam's also pushes size too if you do damage. So it's just going to be a little bit silly. Uh, yeah. That's that's my that's my roster. Uh, who would like to go next? Uh, I can go I, next. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Oh, you're good. Uh, uh, the uh, mine's not very not very fancy. Uh, my my plan with him was taking him as a splash into web warriors, uh, because being able to get that extra defensive reroll. Uh, would be some extra defensive tech for him, which would help a lot. Um, but also, he 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 mesh, meshes well with what they do. He he can come in late in a turn and push uh, your opponent off of points. Like focus on activated people, push them off points, or throw them off points if you got the power to do it. I I I think he's he'd be pretty good in that role. I like it. Andy's three threat, which Web Warriors really likes. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, Web Warrior reroll will be real nice. Yeah, yeah. The the that defensive tech. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's me. Well, my roster, <clears throat> I named it a Winter Force in Wakanda. What that's thinking for you? Uh, Crimson Dynamo, <laughs> Ursa Major, Red Guardian, and Dark Star. Then I'm taking Black Panther, Shuri, and Akoya. Then I'm going to finish it up with She-Hulk, Angela, and Scarlet Witch. So you can go Winter Guard, Wakanda, or A-Force, depending on your matchup. Scarlet Witch, of course, you know, she's just a mystic blaster. And then you've got plenty of push shenanigans. I think She-Hulk and uh, Angela can both play real nice into your core 10 for uh, Winter Guard. Or, you know, a combination of... Wakandans with Red Guardian. I, I even like uh, Crimson Dynamo in there too. So yeah, I I I, I like him a lot. I'm I'm excited for Winter Guard. Nice. What about you, Brandon? Do you have anything? I yeah, I did. Uh, but Fred stole my thunder. So. <coughs> oh yeah. shit! I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. uh, my like, I, I guess yeah. I've taught. I think I've taught Fred too much. He's catching on. You he's also the, standing in there. He's standing in there. The yeah, he, he's, he was staring at my list. I just... Um, uh, yeah, I was, I was looking over his shoulder. I heard the hammer yeah. hammer cock back, and he's like, I didn't steal shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's real dangerous for me right now. Yeah, this is a Web Warriors roster. Uh, Venom's, uh, Venom, Miles, uh, Gwen, uh, Black Cat, and then Crimson Dynamo, Darkstar, Red Guardian. And then I finaled it out with Hulkbuster, Shuri, and Malekith. Oh, Hulkbuster. Uh, yeah, Hulkbuster, I mean, just, just on the higher levels, you just get, you have so much movement shenanigans. Uh, Malekith is just busted, and there's no reason not to play him. And then Shuri, uh, Shuri having Shuri, Hulkbuster, and um, like Red Guardian, and then you can still play like the core. I think that's like 19. Uh, nah, you'd have to play. I mean, you wouldn't be affiliated. You could cut one of those even, but even having that, you could play that with, so you can play like Shuri, Hulkbuster, Red Guardian, Crimson Dynamo, Darkstar. Um, I think the four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, sixteen, nineteen. At nineteen, um, no one's staying on a point at any point in time. So, all right. Well, 
a lot of solid recommendations. You guys had some pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah, Web Warriors was was the uh, the take home faction from this. So it's very interesting. Uh, well, in Brad's place, uh, pour one out for Brad, who's not with us. Uh, Fred is going to give us our comic book recommendation uh, this episode. So why don't you go ahead and do that for us, Fred? Okay, so uh, the Red Guardian, Nikolai Krylenko, is usually known as the Vanguard and not actually as Red Guardian. Uh, he he's Darkstar's brother, and and to Brad's, uh, what Brad loves about him very much is that he is a mutant, and he has uh, force field powers. Uh, so the issue where that where he's actually known as Red Guardian, uh, Brad has already recommended. That's Darkstar and the Winter Guard. Uh, but he's going to recommend one where he's named as Vanguard. Uh, and that is uh, Captain America, issues 352 and 353. Uh, Mark Grunewald and Kieran Dwyer uh, made those, those issues. Vanguard, Darkstar, and Ursa Major want to de uh, defect to the U.S. Captain America goes to the Soviet Union to investigate and runs into the Supreme Soviets, including a different Red Guardian and Crimson Dynamo. My phone keeps dying on me. I apologize. <laughs> oh, you're good. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's the recommendation is Captain America issues 352 and 353. All right. Well, uh, all those are on uh, Marvel Unlimited, as are all of Brad's uh, recommendations for comics. So if you're not subscribed, I think the subscription fee isn't too crazy. I think you pay and you get a whole year and they have just about every single comic that Marvel made up on there. So if you want to check it out, uh, get yourself a subscription to Marvel Unlimited and you'll be able to read it. Uh, finally, for our last segment, if this is your first time listening, I know we've had some new subscribers over the last uh, week or so. Uh, our final segment is Fred's non sequitur recommendations. So what do you have for us this week, Fred? Yeah, so uh, I... I, I struggled with this one also, uh, and and what I'm gonna recommend is a show that that uh, she who tolerates living with me and I have been watching recently, and that is the show Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I know that I'm gonna sound like culture that that the culture right now is is all saying that Stranger Things is great, and do you know why? It's because Stranger Things is really fucking good. It's really good. It's uh, there, it is uh, a show that's set in the '80s, and it does a good job of making it feel like it's set in the '80s. It, the character the characters are all very good, but also the acting is excellent, and that's that's hard to to get when you have very young actors. But all of the actors are generally excellent, so. I I highly recommend this show. It's currently streaming on Netflix, and yeah, go go watch it. Uh, the reason why I don't I, I gotta stop doing this. I gotta stop giving the reasons. You guys can figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm in. <laughs> I discussed my fun theory on here about uh, what I think Stranger Things is. I mean, I is it going to give any spoilers? Because if there is... It's not. Okay. Yeah, do I not just, spoil. Don't spoil there's no, anything. There's no, okay. there's no spoilers. I'm okay. just completely convinced that it's just a huge game of D&D. &D. 
Oh, that, everything that, that happens, I believe that is. I feel like at the end it's gonna come down and they're just gonna have like grown up and they're just gonna like end the game and they're all just gonna like go in their separate ways. That's how it's gonna. I don't know <laughs> why, but I am. I've been convinced of that since like season one, and I haven't kept watching it. But everything I've heard about it and seen, because I've got friends watch it, every time I tell someone, they're like, "Oh, that'd be messed up," and I am convinced that's what it's gonna be. Man, uh, I, I need it out there in the, the world so people can like know. All of the bad guys in the show are named after D and D bad guys, are a famous D and D villains, and they always so, come out of nowhere and then <laughs> go away forever. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, you might be onto something. And the reason why this most recent season is the final season is that there are scheduling difficulties, which is basically what D and D is all about. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. Little uh, bit of meta, little bit of meta knowledge. Here. That would be that'd be so meta, wouldn't it? It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, well that wraps us up for this week. Thank you guys do, so much for joining us. Oh my god. Do I goodness. get a do I get a, a recommendation for? Do you something? have one? I, well, yeah, yeah. Let's um, yeah, let's just do an extra, extra a freebie, a Borka non sequitur recommendation. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, get in. You need to check out uh, 1981 film Excalibur. Um, it's excellent. It's uh, one of the best night movies and telling of the King Arthur story that you're going to find. It also has the timeless beauty Helen Mirren in it. So uh, check that out. 1981 <laughs> classic movie Excalibur. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, Brandon, do you have a recommendation? Well, we might as well just round robin. Yeah, let's just do this. Play Pokemon card game. It's free online. Fair. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. Play online. You might play against my daughter. She's she's whipping ass. Luna she's Tones. killing it. She's killing it. Luna Tone's really good. It's been also very good. All right. Good. Well, uh, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you guys again for joining us. Thank you, Borka, for joining us this week and filling in for Brad. Yeah, thanks, Borka. It's good to talk to you. Yes, yes. It was very fun. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Tell everyone goodbye, Brandon. Goodbye.